as the tension builds. As Donald Trump is making the world wait, uh, he's now about eight minutes late for his own press conference. Uh, and we are anxiously waiting to hear what the president has to say after Iran uh, struck back at us, or actually more at rocks in the desert uh, last night. MSNBC, of course, said that there were 33, I think, uh, Americans that had died in that, but they were getting it from their source, the the state-run television of Iran. Uh, you know, we kind of wait for the Pentagon before we announce those things, but um, they got it. They were running the state-run television last night. I've never seen anything like this. It's almost as if people want the president to fail. They want us to be at war, and there are a lot of there are a lot of people in the Republican Party that I saw on television last night that, please, Mr. President, don't listen to them, uh, or we will be at war, and we don't need a war with Iran. Uh, th- this, I believe, is the beginning of the end of that regime. We have crippled them. They are clearly, uh, they clearly understand that they can't take on the United States in, in military. They, uh, I believe, only went after the embassy to try to change the narrative in Iraq into get America out instead of get Iran out. Because just before that, that embassy attack planned by Soleimani, uh, that's what the people in Iraq were doing. They were protesting in the streets all over Iraq saying, get Ara- Iran out of Iraq. No more Iranian policies. And so they they changed the narrative there to get America out. Um, we killed Soleimani. And then they responded last night. But it was such a pathetic response. It, this is not like they can't hit targets remember just a couple of months ago they went after the oil fields in saudi arabia bold bold action and they use cruise missiles and those cruise missiles came and and hit their target dead center so they are capable of doing it but last night they didn't use cruise missiles they weren't serious they used ballistic missiles with low impact explosives and just didn't hit anything right you know all the Reporting is that the military believes they intentionally didn't hit anything. Correct. Which is an amazing thing. So they can justify it to their their people. Hey, we did something. But in reality, they didn't do anything. Best case scenario, if this is like, if if the, the, the seconds are ticking off the clock and the game ends right now, best case scenario for Donald Trump, for the country, for everybody. For the world. For everybody. This is a great outcome. Mm-hmm. However, the other part of this is what... Does the you know Proxy. IRGC do uh, what Hezbollah. do they do behind the scenes now? Do they say, well, we we showed you what we would do. We fired a few missiles to nowhere, so we're okay, right? And then their proxies wind up going out and killing Americans or uh, capturing people. But I think like the message was sent pretty clearly by Trump that even when it is a proxy, if you kill an American, we are going to make you pay in a big way. And that's the message they should receive. They well, that's the message know. that the world used to know. Yeah. I mean, having an American passport used to mean something. Uh, when I was growing up, you could go anywhere in the world. No one would screw with an American. No one. Um, and now, not so much. Yeah, and when you, when these things, ha- like Benghazi, for example, happens, um, why? 
Well, I mean, there's a million different reasons, but I mean, if you look at uh, uh, Barack Obama and in in his presidency, you, it look it looks similar to Jimmy Carter in a lot of ways. It does. And you notice the second that Jimmy Carter's out of office, well, those those hostages are getting released, um, and Ron, when Ronald Reagan steps in, and you know, there's some similarities here. When 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 the rest of the world sees strength, they tend. That doesn't mean everybody. Osama bin Laden, I think, saw strength and, and, and didn't care. But countries, nation states, typically don't do that. Uh, that's why terrorists are so dangerous. And it's why Iran uses them. Right? They know they can. They think they can get away with this. We know who their proxies are, though. And this is a dangerous game. The question is, are we going like, to close our eyes and say, we, you know, it's okay. You, they can do that since we can't you know, legalistically prove every aspect of their involvement. We'll kind of let it roll off our shoulders because we don't want anything bad to happen. Well, that's obviously the message Trump is saying is no. And Pompeo, especially, who is, you know, reportedly the big uh, proponent of this and has been for a very long time. Uh, I, you know, that is something that I think is a message the, the, the world needs to know. We're still waiting for President Trump to address the nation. Uh, he's... Uh... Uh, he's about 13 minutes late now, um, and we're just waiting to hear what he has to say. I, I, I will tell you, as of right now, and this could change in a heartbeat, but as of right now, this has been the best political outcome and the best um, geopolitical outcome that I have seen. This president has played this expertly so far, expertly. He has made the right decisions He's held back when he uh, when he needed to. I'm so impressed when he pulled back and did not go and lob any missiles when they shot down a drone strike. I thought that was mm-hmm. I thought that was sent a very clear message. We're not interested in stuff. We're interested in people. Uh, and so he didn't strike back. He has been very very uh, reticent to strike uh, at uh, Iran. But when he had the opportunity and they tried to take our embassy. He sent a very strong message. No, you're not doing it. And the the, the next part, part of this, and I think to to close the loop on whether he's ha- handled this expertly, would be for him to kind of say, all right, well, we got our guy. They fired. They missed everybody. We're done for now. They better yeah. not do anything else, though, or we're going to start it up again. I think that's the right message. It seems to be reportedly where he's going with this. We'll see when he actually walks out. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but the president is mens- messing with my cultural site today. He really is. He's just, he's. Oh, no, what's happened? Yeah, well, I planned a show. I've executed my part. He said he was going to be 11 o'clock. It's 11.16. Oh, I'm the president. I have other things to do. <sighs> well, I mean, he has other things to do. He should schedule them. He scheduled right. this for now. That's right. Don't doesn't he understand that our priorities? Do you understand the media is just all waiting for him yeah. right now? <laughs> well, that's probably why he's waiting. <laughs> that's exactly. He's, what, he's, but there's, there's some good guys in the media that are waiting for you too, Mr. President. He's looking out. He's seeing all the annoying like yeah. CNN reporters. He's like, make them wait. I want them there. I want them up in front of the cameras, just improving for the next forty-five minutes until I'm ready to walk out there. Yeah, he's just sitting back there. He's like microwaving a hot pocket right now. So may I, if you're newly married, may I give you some advice? Today is my 20th wedding anniversary. Mm. And I would celebrate the 2nd and the 5th and the 8th and the 10th and the 12th and the 15th like an animal. 
Hmm? Now that we're hitting a 20th anniversary, I'm all out. I was like, I, I run out of things. I to... run out of like really impressive, you know, like this is save some of those, save some of those things. Who knows? Your marriage might last. <laughs> well, then if you don't use them, though, I guess you can always reuse them on the next wife, right? Yeah, absolutely. You just, as you, uh, you, know, you get if the next again. one lasts, great. This one looks like it's going to last forever. Hmm. Who would have thought to? I was there, by the way. I should I point out. I know you were. I was there. I know you were. I was standing up there with you, and watching uh, you get married, questioning the entire time, what is she doing? Like, I, I, what I was too. I was surprised. Is she doing? When she said yes, there was a, a moment there at the chapel that it was like, should we trade money? We change money hands? Change, yeah, you got to do it outside the, the church. That's, that's not cool. So to exchange money. And then when she said yes, oh, yeah. man. And then everybody started paying each other <laughs> off. And it was ugly. It was ugly. Surprising. Uh, and she stuck with you all this time. Yeah, and I even lost 100 bucks on that. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> well, you hedged yourself well, I thought. You either get yeah. the marriage or you get the money. There is one thing uh, for sure. Marrying the right person is essential. Marrying for deep, deep quality is uh, is the key. I mean, Tanya and I have, we've had our arguments and stuff, and usually in the beginning of, of, our, of our life together, because we didn't really, we were still kind of adjusting and like, yeah, I'm going to be like this forever. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, you get through those early pangs and, I can't imagine being without her and she can't imagine being without me. And I start to look at people who have lived together forever. And I understand why one of them dies quickly after the other one does, because they're just, they are, they're fused together. They, they just become one and I love it. I just love it. So is this like you're, can I have this nice little soliloquy so you don't have to get her something nice? Is that because you don't have a present? Is that basically what this is right here? You're like, hey, I got a delay with Donald Trump. Might as well take care of that anniversary present. Kind of like blab on the air, and that's no, better than present. it's better than material things. And I made you this card with a crayon, like it's that type of thing, except verbally. It's a verbal crayon card. Is that basically what's happened? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Do you have you know, a good plan? I mean, you obviously don't have to say it on the air. I do have a plan. Is it good? I think it is. Will think she it is. think it is, I guess, is the question. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I really have no idea. It gets so much harder as you get later in relationships to come up with presents that are good. It's that easy because like. you can use other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I use this one and that one to look good. And, and they just don't know what to expect. But after, you know, especially 20 years, they know what to expect. Yep. And you're supposed to know them really well. And mm-hmm. I cannot predict my wife on presence. I don't know. Yeah. She's very, very. She's just very satisfied and very. Uh, comfortable and so there's not like things that she wants and yeah and you know look there's been there's that's a blessing and you're in a, good, a total good, good position but i've been she's yeah. been that way ever since i met her when we were yeah. poor she was like ah. it's more about that with her though right like she's yeah, just she's just, she's just like satisfied but doesn't really need those things and right. doesn't really care so you have to be super thoughtful and that's just tiring that's so you know, hard. I mean, come on 20 years of being thoughtful yeah I mean, again you can't keep that up you definitely don't have that many thoughts. 
I don't. Clearly, I've been with I you doing do. the show the whole time. I you don't. got like four thoughts. I do. And you just change them around. All right. just, you got four thoughts. You apply them to whatever news story is on today. Exactly. That's right. what you do. She's got 20 years. So you've done the four thoughts. You probably repeated them four or five times. Five times now. This will be the fifth. This is it. This will be the fifth. This time. is it. You should just tell her this. No more presents. Yeah, this is after it. After this. I got nothing. This is it. You're going to get the fourth version of my, or a fifth version of my fourth thought, and then we're done. The problem is, is that really all that we both want is just time together. That's all we really want. Just time mm-hmm. together. And time, like, honestly, like, she, she sews quilts and things, and, and I paint. And honestly, just time, just by ourselves. She's sewing. I'm painting. We're kind of talking back and forth, doing stuff. Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I mean, that's yeah. that's all we really want. But I mean, you can't say, "Hey, it's our 20th anniversary. Go over there and quilt." And I'm going to just no, stay over here. And paint. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> that. that doesn't sound. No, I know. I know. Uh, but it's also like you know, at least in my position, the 20th anniversary isn't like, "Hey, let's rekindle some fire." I mean, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know I, know. What I mean, it's, it's like, part of my job. Have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. it, I have to also now plan how for her not to see me. So she's like, oh, yeah, instead of, oh, my gosh, I forgot what you look like. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what you turned into. Holy cow. Is it, and this is one of my pieces. You're giving advice to young couples mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. people who are getting married. Can big I give, advice, big advice. Uh, don't get old. Just don't. Just don't age. Die at 30. 39. 39. Okay. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's eh, a, maybe that's, 40. Okay, that's solid advice. 49. May I give a piece of advice? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, here's my advice. Mm-hmm. Get do like a year, a year of your life, mm-hmm. maybe in your twenties. After you get you get into the relationship, mm-hmm. things are going great. Take a year and gain a lot of weight. I mean, like 40, 50 pounds. Now it's going to be hard to lose, and you might not lose it all. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, gain weight early because then when you look back at photos, Amen. you can say, "I look better than that." Though, right? You see, you I were, did that. No, yeah. I did that when I married her. Yeah. I was 200, probably 225, 230 pounds, mm. okay? And if she's going to marry you then, first of all, you know she's not doing it for the looks, right? right? She wasn't doing mm-hmm. it for the money. Yep. I mean, she was yeah, you a had quality no woman. You had more you know? debt than the U.S. government at that point. <laughs> it was yeah. bad. Yeah. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a, a recovering alcoholic, two kids, her parents, they don't want me to be married to the daughter. You know, yeah. it was, and I'm, you know, I'm just a... A, a mutt mm-hmm. with no Italian in me. They're full-blooded Italians. I mean, there was it was not good. Right. It was not a good... And I'm 225, 230 pounds. Mm-hmm. So two years into the wedding, and this is married to an Italian... I shouldn't say that. Five years after the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, being married to her, to who, who... I remember the first time the Latin... I, I remember the last <laughs> time I had any kind of canned spaghetti or anything else right okay i remember it clearly because she looked at it and went yeah i just put this in the pan and heat it up and that's it and i'm like yeah and she tried it and she was like we're never having that again <laughs> so i somehow or another i lost weight so i i had that i was like i look better now than i did the day we got married yeah that's what that's you do. where you want and, but now I look back and go, <laughs> somehow or another, there's four of the guy that you got married to. 
well, yeah, I mean, it's not foolproof. You, you do have to try to... That's why you, the, your argument there, you should have gained more weight for the wedding. People are like, I want to lose weight and look good for the wedding. That's the worst thing you want to do. You yeah. want to be a, your peak fatness at your wedding. Because then you can always look back and say, look at this. After the relationship, I put so much time into trying to, to, to make this work. Look at me. I've lost three ounces from that, that <laughs> right. wedding photo. Right. At least you right. can always say you're less than that. Yeah, yeah. Because the wedding photo, everybody's thin and looking good. Nah. No. And that's why also, you know, you know she really likes you. You know, like if you're at your worst, you're looking your worst, then she, you know, there's nothing, none of that going on. You should be poor. You should be in but debt she and thought fat the, when you get married. That's what I'm saying. She thought at the time <laughs> that was going to be the best it got. Oh. See, this is why I love yeah. her. Because mm-hmm. I was just, well, I mean, I love her for other reasons too. But the reason why she was like golden. Yeah. Because I was at the bottom of my career. Uh, I, I mean, we got married 20 years ago today. 20 years ago on Friday is the day I started talk radio. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we got married. We didn't have a honeymoon. I went right to work, which she appreciated. Oh, yeah. You were a catch. Oh, my gosh. I was a catch. I believe your uh, your post, uh, post-wedding meal was at a hamburger place. I believe it was. It was a, you got hamburgers. It was. It, it was just it a bunch was. of. It wasn't like hey. a fancy hamburger place. It was like a takeout McDonald's. Well, it's, now, it was, let's not. Let's not. It was really, very fancy, but let's not really talk about it because that's where we were going to go tonight. President Donald Trump. As long as I'm president of the United States, Iran will never be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. Good morning. I'm pleased Mm. to inform you the American people should be extremely grateful and happy. No Americans were harmed in last night's attack by the Iranian regime. We suffered no casualties. All of our soldiers are safe, and only minimal damage was sustained at our military bases. Our great American forces are prepared for anything. Iran appears to be standing down, which is a good thing for all parties concerned and a very good thing for the world. No American or Iraqi lives were lost because of the precautions taken, the dispersal of forces, and an early warning system that worked very well. I salute the incredible skill and courage of America's men and women in uniform for far too long, all the way back to 1979, to be exact. Nations have tolerated Iran's destructive and destabilizing behavior in the Middle East and beyond. Those days are over. Iran has been the leading sponsor of terrorism and their pursuit of nuclear weapons threatens the civilized world. We will never let that happen. Last week, we took decisive action to stop a ruthless terrorist from threatening American lives. At my direction, the United States military eliminated the world's top Terrorist, Qasem Soleimani. 
As the head of the Quds Force, Soleimani was personally responsible for some of the absolutely worst atrocities. He trained terrorist armies, including Hezbollah, launching terrorist strikes against civilian targets. He fueled bloody civil wars all across the region. He viciously wounded and murdered thousands of U.S. troops, including the planting of roadside bombs that maim and dismember their victims. Soleimani directed the recent attacks on U.S. personnel in Iraq that badly wounded four service members and killed one American, and he orchestrated the violent assault on the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. In recent days, he was planning new attacks on American targets, but we stopped him. Soleimani's hands were drenched in both American and Iranian blood. He should have been terminated long ago. By removing Soleimani, we have sent a powerful message to terrorists. If you value your own life, you will not threaten the lives of our people. As we continue to evaluate options in response to Iranian aggression, the United States will immediately impose additional punishing economic sanctions on the Iranian regime. These powerful sanctions will remain until Iran changes its behavior. In recent months alone, Iran has seized ships in international waters, fired an unprovoked strike on Saudi Arabia, and shot down two U.S. drones. Iran's hostilities substantially increased after the foolish Iran nuclear deal was signed in 2013. And they were given $150 billion, not to mention $1.8 billion in cash. Instead of saying thank you to the United States, they chanted death to America. In fact, they chanted death to America the day the agreement was signed. Then Iran went on a terror spree, funded by the money from the deal, and created hell in Yemen, Syria, Lebanon, Afghanistan, and Iraq. The missiles fired last night at us and our allies were paid for with the funds made available by the last administration. The regime also greatly tightened the reins on their own country, even recently killing 1,500 people at the many protests that are taking place all throughout Iran. The very defective JCPOA expires shortly anyway and gives Iran a clear and quick path to nuclear breakout. Iran must abandon its nuclear ambitions and end its support for terrorism. The time has come for the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Russia, and China to recognize this reality. They must now break away from the remnants of the Iran deal, or JCPOA. And we must all work together toward making a deal with Iran that makes the world a safer and more peaceful place. We must also make a deal that allows Iran to thrive and prosper and take advantage of its enormous untapped potential. Iran can be a great country. Peace and stability cannot prevail 
in the Middle East as long as Iran continues to foment violence, unrest, hatred, and war. The civilized world must send a clear and unified message to the Iranian regime. Your campaign of terror, murder, mayhem will not be tolerated any longer. It will not be allowed to go forward. Today, I am going to ask NATO to become much more involved in the Middle East process. Over the last three years, under my leadership, our economy is stronger than ever before, and America has achieved energy independence. These historic accomplishments change our strategic priorities. These are accomplishments that nobody thought were possible. And options in the Middle East became available. We are now the number one producer of oil and natural gas anywhere in the world. Hmm. We are independent, and we do not need Middle East oil. The American military has been completely rebuilt under my administration at a cost of $2.5 trillion. U.S. armed forces are stronger than ever before. Our missiles are big, powerful, accurate, lethal, and fast. Under construction are many hypersonic missiles. The fact that we have this great military and equipment, however, does not mean we have to use it. We do not want to use it. American strength, both military and economic, is the best deterrent. Three months ago, after destroying 100 percent of ISIS and its territorial caliphate, we killed the savage leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi, who was responsible for so much death, including the mass beheadings of Christians, Muslims, and all who stood in his way. He was a monster. Al-Baghdadi was trying again to rebuild the ISIS caliphate and failed. Tens of thousands of ISIS fighters have been killed or captured during my administration. ISIS is a natural enemy of Iran. The destruction of ISIS is good for Iran, and we should work together on this and other shared priorities. Finally, to the people and leaders of Iran, we want you to have a future, and a great future, one that you deserve, one of prosperity at home and harmony with the nations of the world. The United States is ready to embrace peace with all who seek it. I want to thank you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. I thought thank this you. was a uh, great speech uh, from the president. He didn't deviate from it. He, he, You know how he sometimes is, like, surprised that something is in there, uh, <laughs> and he repeats it. He didn't do any of that. Um, it was somber. It was strong. Uh, and sent a very strong message to the entire world. Uh, some of the things that came out of it is going to increase the sanctions on Iran. He did say that um, we will never allow Iran to have a nuclear weapon. He said that before he even said good morning. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a uh, that was a uh, that was an interesting way. I've not seen a president start with a statement and then say good morning. 
Uh, That is the message that should come out of this. Uh, He made it very clear that it's time for NATO to step up because we don't need the oil. So you want to you want to protect the resources, you know, the oil. We don't need it anymore. So if you want it, uh, you're going to have to step to the plate. And he said that they had to get out of the GC, uh, uh, JCPOA, which is the uh, the Iranian deal. He made a very big point uh, to make sure we pointed out that uh, the deal that Obama made funded, quote, a terrorist spree and the missiles that were used last night. That was written. Uh, so I, I don't know how that one could be proved uh, but it's interesting that he said that. He also talked about how they have tightened the noose on uh, the Iranian people, and they are going to come and change their ways now. But Iran it l- appears to be standing down, and this is all it has to be. They have a choice now. And as of this moment, when you look at this past few days in a results-based way, this is an absolute a plus. There's no way this could have come out better than it has right now. Now, if next week they set off a dirty bomb in the middle of Chicago, it's a totally different story. We're going to have to reassess this. But as of right now, at least as far as their official actions go, this is an A+. I mean, it could not have worked out better so far. Anybody who says, oh, yes, but... Uh, if they dwell on the butt, if they point out the butt like you just did, look, I, I believe that we are going to have a non-military strike by Iran on a U.S. asset somewhere in the world. Could be here, could be abroad, don't know. But I don't think that their proxy uh, war is done with us. No, no. Um, however, with that being said, anyone who dwells on that right now is just borrowing trouble because this is a home run. This is probably the most impressive uh, use of our military in a limited way I've seen a president do. Right. And when you want to do one of these tests, uh, or, uh, you know, taking out a person at this level, you have to go through those three tests. One, is it morally right? Completely morally, morally right. right. Is it legal? Absolutely legal. We could go through the justifications. Mm-hmm. I know some on the left try to question that, but it's completely legal. And there's a reason why it happened in Iraq and not Iran. Correct. Um, and then the third one is, do you want to deal with the crap that comes from it? Right? Do you want to deal with the repercussions? Well, if we're at the point where this is the repercussions, we've had a few missiles that landed away from everybody who could possibly have been hurt. This is an absolute A-plus home run. Well, it won't be um, the only uh, repercussion. You, However— You have to look at it from a win, sort of a wins-against-replacement, though. There already was activity yes, against yes, Americans. Yes, absolutely. Is there they more? Gonna, or is there less? I think there's a good yeah. chance there's less now for, right. because of this. Um, but, but the one thing that everybody was saying, oh, we've got you've got to get your kids into college because there's going to be a draft in World War III. All of that stuff is nonsense. Because Iran is not in the position to fight us. And they clearly signaled last night, we don't want a war with you. They may continue what they've been doing with their proxy wars, um, but they don't want a war with the U.S. <coughs> Excuse me. So that is really good news. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, as Stu said, an A+. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, I think this has been a very good day for America. Um, That's not what you're going to hear from the mainstream press. That's not what you're going to hear from 
uh, a lot of people. And unfortunately, it's it's I don't know what they're saying today. Uh, but last night I heard a lot of people that were giving advice on Fox that was that was insane uh, to make sure that we go. Now is the time to flip that regime. No, now is it is not the time. It's never the time. Let's stop doing that. Now is the time to support the Iranian people uh, and empower them uh, to do their job and have control of their own destiny. It's ours to make sure that we protect American uh, American lives. And the president has been, um, you know, the one thing that I know he believes is uh, we shouldn't be involved uh, involved in wars all over the world. And he wants to pull our troops back. And there are a lot of people in the State Department, uh, in probably the Pentagon, in Congress, maybe even in the administration, that don't want to see that happen because that reduces their power and takes the the control of the world out of America's hands. I think that's a good thing. And the president has been using military and economic power, uh, I think, in a very expert way. I mean, I thought the speech and the way he's handled this, he's become presidential. This is very presidential and one of the best presidential presidential moves I've seen when it comes to war in at least 20 years. This is the Glenn Beck program.